Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Sunday, November 6, 2022, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Now Mind you Podcast, this being episode 44, Combat. I'm TJ. I'm Bryce. And today, what do we got for you? First and foremost, spoilers, right, in case you guys did not catch it. But really, uh, we were just going to be covering UFC Fight Night, Rodriguez versus Lemos. Uh, this took place at the UFC Apex Arena in Vegas. Uh, in terms of the docket, we had five matches on the main card, right? We had Dawson versus Madsen at lightweight. We had uh, Ulan Bekov versus Manus at flyweight. We had Minner versus Nerdan Becca at featherweight. Then for our co-main event, we had Magni versus Rodriguez at welterweight. And then, of course, we had... Rodriguez versus Lamosh at women's straw weight. Uh, let's get into it, man. Uh, comments off the top. That main card was crazy. Uh, yeah. every single fight in this main card was a finish. Every single one. There was no decisions. They're like, yo, I ain't leaving this to the judges. Uh, one of us has got to go, G. And I'm looking. I'm looking at the. Uh, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the results. We got what one, two, three submissions and two, uh, two TKOs. Chaos. Yeah. Oh my Well, uh, they were legitimately like there was one that was legitimately a TKO, and there's one that you can argue was a standing knockout that got turned into a T that got ruled the TKO. Uh, okay. But the the standing knockout was for sure the main the the main event. Um, of course. Lamos is gonna Lamos, but I'm getting ahead of myself. First one, <laughs> bro. I, you know what? Actually, let me double check something too. Now that I'm, uh, I got that that in my head, but uh, I'm curious to see like how many people got bonuses. Um, that's what I was gonna. I was wondering who. who uh, yeah. Let's see. Okay. Uh, Neil Magny got a performance of the night. Of that's it. Just Neil Magny. He did break a record. True. That I mean, as a as for like most welterweight wins, right? But like, still, bro, all these motherfuckers got finishes, and then only one person got a bonus. It's a little wild. Anyway, all right. So, first battle we had was Dawson. That's Grant KGD Dawson versus Mister Olympian Mark O Madsen. Right, Mister Olympian. That is a good one. It is, that bro. Is a good one. Uh, so this was a lightweight bout. Uh, Grant KGD, 28 years old, fighting out of the USA. His style, I would say, like MMA, well rounded, right? He's been pro since 2014 and came off of Dana White's contender series, made his octagon debut back in August of 2017. His last three coming off a three fight win streak. In fact, part of the storyline between these two guys is that both of them are undefeated in the UFC. So, you know, one of them is going to have to take their first L. So we had. Santos, uh, who Dawson fought in March of last year, he won that by KOTKO. Glenn, who he fought in October last year, he won that by majority decision. And then Gordon, who he fought in April of this year, he got that dub by submission. On the other hand, we have the Olympian Mark Madsen, 38 years old, representing Denmark hard, right? Definitely a wrestling stylist, uh, specifically Greco-Roman wrestling, which the main distinction is it's all upper body. Like, similar takedowns, just no shots to the legs, all upper body. Mm. Fun fact, 
pro since 2013, and he took a break from MMA from 2014 to 18, won Olympic silver in 2016, that was the Rio Games, and has competed in the Olympics in 2008, 2012, and 2016. Oh, so he's a problem. He's a, yeah. he's a problem. Oh, but there's a twist in this fight. Listen, uh, he made his UFC Octagon debut in September 2019 and has been undefeated in the UFC. Last three, uh, Hubber, back in March of 2020, I hope I pronounced that name correctly, he got that win by decision. Against Guida, Clay Guida, uh, back in August of last year, got that dub by split decision. And against oh, okay. uh, Pichel, Vink Pichel, uh, uh, Vince Pichel, Vink Pichel? No, Vink Pichel. Back in April of this year, which we covered on the podcast, he got that dub by unanimous decision. Okay, so, so uh, he most of the time it sounds like it's by uh, it's by points. Well, I mean, on the surface, it's like, oh, that doesn't seem impressive. But then it's like we got to think about it, right? You beat someone by decision. That means a group of people agreed that you for sure inflicted some ass. damage and beat yeah. the shit out of the person in front of you. And they might not be living the same. Yeah. We also got to take into consideration what the fighters look like <laughs> at the end of the fight. It's like, oh, oh, you yeah. know, sometimes I, go ahead, go ahead. I wish that was a metric that was actually used because sometimes that is such a telling thing, right? Can you imagine if you walk out of a fight like the way uh, J- uh, Joanna did? Yeah, oh, oh my her God. forehead was like not the same, she looked like a Martian, yeah, real you talk, yeah. Oh, uh, but it's like we also have, we got to consider that's like a decision. Sometimes I see the way fighters look after a decision loss, and I'm just like, man, you would have been better off if they had just like finished you. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I mean, like, especially the early finishes, like, at least you're not to the best of our knowledge taking crazy damage, man. Like, yeah, you just fought like a 15 minute or 25 minute war, and it was a decision. It's like, Jesus. Um, even like if you won a decision, it's like how much damage did you take? But anyway, the main storyline for this particular matchup was somebody's got to take their first sell in the UFC. All right. And basically this is where on paper I had, I was just like you, Bryce. I was like, okay, oh, Madsen, he should be a problem because the grappling side of things, he's got that locked down. But mm-hmm. man, let me tell you something. Dawson out wrestled the wrestler. Oh, uh, within the first few, like, I want to say first minute of the fight, Madsen drops Dawson with like a right hand. Um, but when he gets dropped, you know, Madsen does what any fighter would do. It's like, all right, go in, bro. He fell. Let's see if we can finish this. That's when Dawson uses his jujitsu to stave off the damage, somehow cinches a single leg, turns it into a double leg and basically just pressures Madsen and puts Madsen on his back. Like, it was the same story for round one. It was the same story for round okay. two. Then in round three, it looked like it was going to be the same story again. So uh, Dawson took Madsen down in every round. That's unheard of. We're talking about a man in Madsen who has competed in multiple Olympics, has won an Olympic medal, right? He's an Olympic medalist in Greco-Roman wrestling, which granted is mostly upper body, but it's like, I want, he can't be unfamiliar with, you know, the wrestling game when it goes for the legs, like freestyle wrestling, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be crazy to think that he's out here out wrestling this guy. Now, we would be remiss if we also didn't acknowledge the fact that uh, Dawson was like a pound and a half over the limit. Like, I think he 
he came in at like 157 uh, oh, okay. instead of the typical 155 for lightweight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, at that level, you know, especially if you take rehydration into consideration too, it's like he probably weighed even more than that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It may have made a difference. Um, he probably but, he probably was a little bit fresher. Right. So a little it's bit like fresher. I'm Body just like a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's what it is though. But I mean, it's like it's not that crazy of a difference. But you know, at that level, it can make a huge difference, right? Even if it feels mm-hmm. like it's just a pound and a half, it's like that might be a lot. Still though, to out like if it was like striking, I'd be like okay. But he out wrestled an Olympian. Um, that's what it comes down to. And to put the cherry on the cake, I was like, if this goes to decision, for sure, Dawson wins. But Dawson also managed to catch a submission win. He caught a rear naked choke on Marco Madsen, who has now taken his first L in the UFC. Mm. I don't think it's over for Mark Madsen because the dude is just game. Uh for, for what it's worth, too, he's kind of like DC in that he started his career in MMA a little bit later in life. Like, he's 38 years old, moved from um, Denmark to uh, the U.S. to continue training in, like, Arizona and shit like that. But considering how well he's able to perform this late in his 30s, man, I think he's for sure has some 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 uh, some gas left in him. Uh, I think he I think he, he his story ain't over for sure. Not, not, not a, yeah. Like everybody's got to take their first L at some point. His story is for sure not over. Um, but that being said, congratulations to Dawson, who in the Octagon interview, for one, uh, was able to get praise from DC for his wrestling, which is like, oh, that's, that's dope. dope. Uh, yeah. Ever two called out because like now he's got the well, unofficially, he should get the number 15 spot. Uh, I think uh, that or no, was it the number 14 spot? And he's like talking to Tony Ferguson. He called out Tony Ferguson. like, Hey. Let's scrap, baby. If you want this spot back, let's scrap. And so, um, oh, okay, getting going for that name now. Yeah. Right. So it's like Tony Ferguson versus Grant Dawson could be coming in the recent in the, in the near future, right? That would be a that would that could be. I mean, honestly, at this point, it would probably be like a main event fight night. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, and then next up we had Tagir Ulanbekov versus uh Nate. Mayhem Manus, right? So this was a flyweight bout. Uh Tagiro Lambekov, 31 years old, fighting out of Dagestan, Russia, grappler style, right? Pro oh. since 2013. He came, dude. How did he start training? He came to the gym to fix his injured hand, and that's how he became a fighter. This is straight out of the UFC wow. fighter, fighter bio, fighter, fighter data, right? Uh most people just go to the hospital when they have a broken hand, but okay. Uh <laughs> Man made his own. Takes broken hands in here, right? (laughs) Yeah, sure. And now he's a fighter, and he's a problem. Um, he made his UFC octagon debut back in October of 2020. Last three, he won two out of the last three. Uh, Silva back in October of 2020, that was his debut. Got that dub by decision against Nascimento back in October last year. Got that dub by split decision, and then took an L to Elliot back in March of this year by unanimous decision. On the other side, we got Nate Mayhem Manus, who I believe just switched uh, to this lower weight class, right? He's 30 years old, fighting out of the USA. He's been pro since 2013 and still works in construction. Okay. Um, made his UFC Octagon debut back in August of 2020. His last three, uh, same thing, won two out of his last three. Again, Sanders back in November of 2020, got that dub by submission against Gravely. 
back in September last year, got that dub by KO Tikio and against Naraga Medoff back in June of this year, which we covered on the podcast, he took an L by unanimous decision. Uh oh, fun fact, Sagir fights out of Eagle MMA, aka Jim. So he's like one of Khabib's dude uh dudes, right? Um so okay. Manus came through with the hands, but this is why I put in my notes. Dagestan's gonna Dagestan. Uh all I'm gonna <laughs> say is this, bro. We got Trayshawn Gore last week and Tagiro and Lombekov this week. Back to back nasty guillotines. Not as nasty yeah. as Trey Sean's, but it was like, like, it was just like, ouch. <laughs> like, like, bro, when I tell you his elbow was like pointing at 12 o'clock uh, the, for the arm that was on top when he hit this guillotine, I was like, bro, he's trying to decapitate this man. Yeah. Brother, uh, brother, brother, in Dagestan, you go to sleep. <laughs> choke you and you go to sleep. That is it. I choke you it like I choke bear. I choke you. I you choke better go to sleep. You definitely go to sleep. Uh, we play basketball. We don't dribble. <laughs> you know. You know that says a lot. Hey, we go play basketball. Y'all, how come y'all ain't dribbling? We don't dribble here. We run <laughs> we with this ball. You try to take it, and then we throw it in that damn hoop. <laughs> we don't dribble here. We don't dribble. <laughs> we don't do that here. We don't do that. What, uh, what do you <laughs> we don't dribble. Why your hands all flimsy? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next next bout we had was Derek Minner versus uh Nerdan Becca. So this was the fight that got promoted from prelims into the main card because uh the fight that was originally slated for this was uh Vanilla Gorilla Chase Sherman versus uh Josh Parisian, but I believe Parisian had some heart issues that forced the fight to get dropped. So I think it got moved to later this month. I want to say after the pay-per-view card, uh, oh. which is going to be crazy, right? Yeah. Um, what was uh, the pay-per-view card for one? Uh, Israel Adesanya. Is this going to be his third appearance this year or his second appearance? I don't know. But uh, uh, ooh, that's a good question. Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira. And then we got uh, Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier. That shit going to go got, crazy. And then we got Carla Esparza versus Zhang Wei Li. Which is like, oh, I'm excited about that one. Oof. All right, Carla. Hey, you, I'll pray for you. You got a problem on our hands. I'll pray for you. That's, uh, that's a test. That's the, that is the test. Dude. That is the dude, test. Yeah, that, that's – I mean, there's two to make it true, but that's like a hard ask of anybody, bro. Like, like right. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Jesus. First title defense is gonna be Zhang Wei Li, huh? All right. Well, hey, hey, I guess that's why we have a ranking system. I don't. I hope if she traded with Cejudo again, she in trouble. Yeah, she is yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Um. Huh. Derek Minner. Uh, I didn't get enough chance to gather fighter data on these because I was like, I didn't know that the Parisian uh Sherman fight got canceled. But this is what I will say. Um. TKO, but it was like um, Arnold Allen versus Calvin Cater in that there was some type of unfortunate issue that happened earlier on in the fight. So, like, right out of the bat, they start the fight, and, like, Derek Minner throws a kick to the body with his lead leg, where, according to the commentators, and if you see it on the replay, it's like his toe hits uh nerda becca uh nerdan becca's uh ribs or something like that and it may have tweaked his knee so it's like you see him throw the first body kick and then he immediately like 
his leg kind of buckles a little bit on the way back down, right? Like once mm-hmm. the foot hits the floor, it's like, oh shit, he's not right. But then he throws another one right after. I guess it's just to let the his opponent was like, no, nah, that wasn't shit, right? Sometimes you'll see the double down to make him think like, hey, I'm not hurt, bro. You just you you tripping, right? Yeah. Um, but then he's like, after he throws the second kick, he he kind of like walks backwards and his leg gives out, and he's just. He's not even trying to defend against the strikes. He's in like so much pain. Like you see him oh. rubbing his knee, and then I mean, Nerdan Becca does what everyone would do in that situation. He goes in for the kill, so he gets the TKO victory because it's like too many unanswered shots, right? Uh, too too many unanswered shots, and it's like, yeah, Minner may have just ha- some happened to his knee for sure. Because like yeah. even when he was in the corner, he was just like rubbing his knee, like. He he wasn't even able to to be there for the decision or for the the decision announcement, right? Man, when the the red tweaks, like leg tweaks, they are they uh dude, they're three zero right now. Yeah, uh, taking out fighters left and right, bro. Yeah. Uh, then the next fight we had was Magni versus Rodriguez. Uh, this was at the welterweight uh weight class. On the one hand, we got Neil, the Haitian sensation Magni, 35 years old, fighting out of the U.S., MMA stylist, pro since 2010, it. bro. This man is yeah, a 12-year veteran. A long time. Uh, and it's been a minute since he's been in the damn uh, in the damn cage. Yeah. Um, He, he, he takes long breaks. And I don't even think it's because of him. I think it's honestly because motherfuckers don't want to fight him. To be fair, though, he did fight. Uh, this would have been his Shop- third time fighting this year because he fought Rachmanov and then Griffin. And he uh, fought Shapkov, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, Shapkov Rachmanov. He fought him like in June, and then he's fighting. Uh, he fought D Rod like yesterday, as of this recording, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was on tough sixteen. That should tell you right there. Yeah. Homie's been around. Uh, made his octagon debut in the UFC back in 2013, right? Last three fights uh, against uh, Hands of Steel Neal, right? This was back in May of last year. He took that dub by unanimous decision, which is crazy. If you see what, like, Neal's capable of, it's like, Magni's a problem. Uh, Went up against Max Payne Griffin back in March of this year where he got that dub by split decision, right? Fought against Shavkat Rachmanov back in June of this year, and he took that L by submission, right? Uh, on the other side, we got Daniel D. Rod Rodriguez, 35 years old, uh, fighting out of the U.S. Freestylist, made his uh, pro, or I should say he's been pro since 2015, and came off of season three of Dana White's Contender Series, right? Oh, okay. Made his UFC Octagon debut back in February of 2020, right? In terms of his last three, fought Parsons back in July of 2021, last year, got that dub by KOTKO. Fought against Kevin Lee back in August of last year. Got that dub by unanimous decision. And fought against Jing Liang back in September of this year where he got that split decision win, which was hella controversial. Um, Listen, all I'm going to say is this. D-Rod and Neil Magny are similar in height, but Neil is lanky as hell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, D-Rod let... Neil know about his power early on, but I wonder if Magni kind of studied the Jingliang fight because it kind of showed like if you're able to kind of keep Daniel Rodriguez at a distance, you can find a lot of success against him, right? Like mm-hmm. big takedowns from Neil Magni, and he's eventually able to get on uh D Rod's back, but he eventually wins this bout by Darce submission. If you're unfamiliar with the Darce, 
it's basically like headlock scenario. Your choking arm goes underneath the armpit of your opponent, and then that same arm wraps around their neck. You hook onto your other arm, kind of like a rear naked choke situation, but from the like like from the top inverted on their back, <laughs> if that makes sense. Or if you just think like front headlock and it's like you're rear naked choking them with their body facing the floor and you facing their body or whatever. Uh, or just look up Darth Choke on YouTube because we all have access. If you're able to listen to this podcast, you got access to technology, you got it. right? You got it. Uh, but he Darth Chokes him to get that win, which is like crazy because I think he's now broken the record for most wins at welterweight. And he's now making a case for it's like, hey, I might still have it in me to get another, you know, run to the title if possible. Uh, and he was able to get that performance of the night bonus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I, Neil, Neil Magny's always been dope. And, you know, it just sounds like he, the, 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 the experience was the thing that got Daniel Rodriguez. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm rude. I like, I like D rod. I, I hope he, I hope he bounces back from this. For Especially sure, man. That, For sure. Yeah. Uh, he's not, he's, I mean, his, his career is far from over, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, we got the main event, Marina Rodriguez versus Amanda Lemos. This was a woman's strawweight, right? On the yeah. one side, we got Marina Rodriguez, 35 years old, fighting out of Brazil, right? Muay Thai stylist. <laughs> Pro since 2015 and came off uh, Dana White's contender series in Brazil, right? <laughs> she yeah. made her Afghan debut back in September of 2018. Her last three, three straight dubs. She's coming off a, a good-ass win streak, right? Yeah. Michelle Watterson, back in May of last year, unanimous decision win. Mackenzie Dern, October last year, he unanimous decision win. Mm-hmm. She's yep. got some names on here, bro. Yeah, against Jan, against yeah. Jan, back in March of this year, got that dub by split decision. Amanda Lemos on the other side, 35 years old, also from Brazil, boxing stylist, pro since 2014. Made her Octagon debut back in 2017, and I believe she had to make a pause could do to like an accident that caused like severe back injuries. So it's like, she's been recently this year, like really making a run for it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, last three against Angela Hill back in December, got that dub by split decision. Jessica Andrade got that L by submission back in April of this year, which we covered on the podcast. This is where like Jessica Andrade was just like strength and took, uh, took it to the cage and got that, uh, that slide by T choke or standing arm and triangle choke on Amanda Lamos. I think put her out, if I recall correctly, because it was like brutality. Then uh <laughs> she got <laughs> she got that uh submission dub on Michelle Watterson back in July yeah. of this year. Bro, yeah. this was just like this was Brazil on Brazil. I'm sorry, yeah. Brazil on Brazil, Brazil. right? <laughs> uh, but like Lemos. It's just doing what Lemos does. She's just like yeah. power and pressure. You know, the first round is usually we fun to fill each other out. But even in this, in just that round, you can see Lemos controlling like the octagon, can, the, the the center of the octagon, right? The control just without even throwing anything, just off of sheer pressure, bro. Um, but Rodriguez is also no slouch. She's also known for having hands, man. Um, and then in the first round, we see early on like Lemos attempts a takedown and kind of gets countered by Rodriguez and so the round ends with Lemos on her back kind of defending whatever so that round probably went to Rodriguez uh second round kind of the same thing but this time Lemos does get the takedown and hops on Rodriguez's or Rodriguez's back uh it's like she was going for like a face ripper or a rear naked choke 
Uh, and Lamos locks in the body triangle, so maintains control, transitions to the mount, so on and so forth. And then round three, Lamos just unleashes a right hand from the depths of hell, which <laughs> is enough to like stun Marina Rodriguez, like literally stun her. Like she's not gone, gone, but her hands drop and she's just looking like, 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 you know. I wanted to go as far as say Mortal Kombat old school with the 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 birds and you're kind of like standing and shaking in place. But it was like her hand drops. She was looking at Lamosh, but she wasn't doing anything. Lamosh runs up, flying knee, and then bro proceeds to like Dean Thomas called it like she came at her like Mike Tyson. I'd just be like, imagine Wolverine with his claws just coming at like a, a sentinel. You feel me? Like yeah, just yeah. overhand shovel hook, overhand shovel hook, overhand shovel hook, and then the ref was like, "I'm not here to actually witness a murder. I'm gonna call <laughs> this off." You know what? I'm, I'm not gonna lay motion. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna so, make sure she gets home to her family. She got right, her. right, exactly. You know, at the end of the day, we all got a family. <laughs> but but that that's that's essentially like all she wrote. Like Lamos just. She's a problem, dude. Like yes. her hands are something else. She's got like heavy hands. She does. You know, it's 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 rare. It's not rare, but I, I do like to see, I do like to see uh some 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 women with the dead hand. You know, yeah, that got that knockout that power. Touch, like, yeah, that touch. Huh. Uh, and and honestly, you know, it's it's crazy. I think I think we're at a weird time in that division where we're gonna start seeing um just kind of the older people kind of get get a little bit faded out like like you mentioned Michelle Waterston twice yeah um, you mentioned Andrade you mentioned who else did you mention you mentioned um you mentioned Mackenzie uh, Dern I think Mackenzie Dern Jan and as well Mackenzie was on a good on a good run you know yeah. I think she would have won that fight she had she could have uh she could have claimed a title shot yeah you know? but so, it's basically like who's gonna handle Valentina exactly you know it's it's um and that's a it, tall it has order. That same, it has that same feeling that uh that that uh Amanda Nunez and and Adesanya. It's just like who who we can't who, picture who, they who feed? Doesn't. right? Yeah. So we just gotta we just gotta see how these how these uh how these divisions kind of climb up and who gets these wins. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. That being said, though, man, this card delivered. Yeah. And like I said, the main card was nothing but finishes. Like, that's you know that's so rare. Yeah, that's cool. Like I mean, like don't get me wrong, they're always entertaining fights, but that is to have nothing but but enders. Like like that that sometimes make you want to buy a pay per view if you see that in the prelim card. You know, right? Where it's right. just often it's just like oh the energy's up there. Let's go. Right. You know, this was like nothing but finishes, but that was just that was just crazy, man. Uh, with that being said, what can we expect next week? Well, uh, if you didn't know, now you know, but next week is UFC 281. This Woo! is going to be Adesanya versus Pereira. The storyline there, Pereira has a pre-UFC knockout win in kickboxing over Israel Adesanya. So there's some bad blood in between these folks, and it's essentially an opportunity for Adesanya to be like, hey, that was in kickboxing. This is MMA. And then for Pereira, it's like, uh, I've knocked this dude out before. I'm going to knock him out again. And basically take the shortest path 
to getting a championship because uh, yes, he hasn't he even been in the UFC that long, in all he honesty. Uh, so if he gets the belt, like that would honestly be, you know, maybe no. I think uh, Prohachka, Yidi Prohachka, may have him beat in term like how many fights has uh, Pereira had actually? Uh, I think he had like six fights. And then uh, what about Prohachka? Let me see. I think Yiri had like like four. In the UFC or just like, I, I think he had. I think he had four on like the UFC. Let's look at his fighter. Yeah. Oh no, no, dude. He's only had three. <laughs> That's crazy. Teixeira, right. him versus Teixeira two in December is going to be his fourth fight in the UFC. You know what though? You know what it could have been. He could have been somebody they fed to Dominic Reyes, and it did not play out the way they thought it would. <laughs> it did not play out the way they thought it would. Dude, um, yeah, you know, but you know they 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 did some shit. You can't yeah. be mad at them. Yeah, you know he knocked he knocked the fuck out of strong Sean Strickland, dude. And, and, and Adesanya was like, bro, if you try if you try to stand up with him, you gonna lose. He gon' he gonna take you out. Yeah, and listen, and lo and behold, yeah, highlight real. I mean. And then on the boxing tip, we got the world middleweight championship, at least top ranked boxing of. Janibek Alim Kanuli. I may have butchered that versus Denzel or Denzel Bentley. Uh yeah, that so that's, Denzel Bentley. I, I think, yeah. Uh and then on boxing on December 3rd, we got uh it looks like we got the world heavyweight championship, Tyson Fury versus Derek Chisora. So that's something to look forward to as well. But before I get too far ahead of myself, hey, uh let us know what you thought. Right, whether it be in our social media, Discord, whatever have you. But this has been the Now Mind You Combat episode, episode 44. Thank you as always for giving it a listen. Thank you for interacting with us. Thank you for following us. Thank you for liking this, rating this five stars, and sharing this with your friends, family, co-workers, whoever. We appreciate it. You can follow the podcast on all social media at Now Mind You Pod. That's N-O-W-M-I-N-D-Y-O-U-P-O-D. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Tuss4Skate. That's T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E. Where can they find you, Bryce? You can find me on Instagram at Ashe underscore Onsa. That is uh, Ashe, A-X-E underscore Onsa, O-N-C-A. Then you can find Matt uh, on all social media at Matt Hamburg. That's M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C. And Matt should be back for next week's episode, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Let us know what you thought. Have a great week, y'all. Peace. Peace.